A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Friday the 1st of January. Welcome to A Word for Today. We're pursuing the true meaning of Christmas and we're returning to Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. We've seen, firstly, that uh, the work of God in our world today looks like evidence that convicts. I remember years ago being taken on a tour around a an art gallery, and it was interesting because the guy did something I've never seen before or since, which is that she took a lot of trouble to point out to us the frames of the pictures. It was actually the National Gallery, and if you've next time you go there, if you ever do go there, do look at the frames. They are amazing. And I guess I'm typical of many that uh, enjoy looking at the paintings, but never really trouble to look too closely at the frames. It seems to me that... Uh, you go to a gallery to look at the paintings and to try and understand the meaning of them and to admire the skills, not look at the frame outside it. But this guide showed us that actually the frame is in a sense all part of the understanding of the picture. It is there to introduce you to the picture, to lead you into the picture. And that in a sense is the evidence that Matthew is presenting to us here. Evidence that convicts. What we have, you see, is the evidence of creation, epitomized in the work of creator, the creator in that extraordinary star that behaved in such an evidently supernatural way, the star that was moved around by the creator. And within that creation, we have God's revelation. That was the second thing, wasn't it? The quotation of scripture. And it just tells us that in the universe that God has created, he did it actually to display himself 
in the person of his Son, who took up flesh and lived among us, and the record of which is now in the Word of God. It comes to us in the Bible. So the evidence that convicts, the evidence that cannot reasonably be gainsaid, is the evidence of creation, that's every atom and molecule in existence, and within that, the evidence of God's Word, that bestseller, the Bible, that comes to us and speaks with such coherence, such persuasive power, it cannot be denied. And actually, if we look at uh, Matthew 2, 1 to 12, we can see that everybody is convinced. The wise men are convinced. Herod, the king, is convinced. All Jerusalem is convinced, including their religious establishment, the chief priests and scribes of the people. There is not a skeptic in sight. And the evidence, therefore, that God gives us that conveys to us, as we're going to see, the true meaning of Christmas, is entirely convincing. It's absolutely uh, compelling. It cannot be denied. And indeed, the hearts of everyone who encounter it do not deny it. But what this passage is going to teach us tomorrow is another vital truth that we must understand. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for that compelling evidence that absolutely convinces, that convicts us of your truth, your revelation. And Father, we pray that we would understand what that revelation teaches us. Please help us, please help us to get the true meaning of Christmas. We ask this for your glory's sake and in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.